Well, this morning uh, we are carrying on with our, season, our series in the heart, and uh, I am speaking on a connected heart. And you know, I was thinking about this this week, and I was thinking about the, 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 the BC days, before computers, when we were not so connected. <laughs> like now, we are so connected in this world, aren't we? It's kind of mental how easily we are connected with everyone. And I was kind of looking at some, some stats on, on Facebook and, and how connected actually Facebook makes us, if this works. There we go. So Facebook has 2.95 billion monthly active users on Facebook. 66% of the entire UK population, which is over 44 million people, are active users of Facebook. And there's 1.6 billion users on average visit Facebook every single day. And I think this is crazy. For every minute 400 users sign up, 510,000 plus comments are made, 293,000 statuses updates, 136,000 photos are uploaded, 4 million posts are liked every single minute. Staggering. 57 minutes on average we spend on Facebook. I am ashamed when I look at that. That's <laughs> shocking, isn't it? I mean, that's the average. Who spends more than 57 minutes? I don't think I spend 57 minutes, but that is shocking, isn't it? Over 1 billion stories are posted every day across Facebook apps. Average time people use a Facebook app, 28 hours every month, 14 complete days of a year are spent on Facebook. Laura's like, Laura's like, oh my gosh, I think I spend 20. <laughs> you know, all right. Uh, there's estimated 20,000 minutes a year spent on Facebook, just each and every one of us. An average Facebook user has 30, 338 friends, but they only consider 28% of them actually their friends. We are so connected with these things, it's unreal. The amount of news that we can get instantly, the amount of feedback we can get instantly, we are just connected beyond belief. But actually, in our connection, we've become so isolated and our hearts have become disjointed from actually what God has for in store for us you know I was so saddened when I read about some of the recent stats about the young people in the world today it says that there is a 63 percent increase from 2005 to 2017 when the smartphone really took off there's a 63 percent increase in major depression for teens and up to 25-year-olds. Depression in boys has increased by 21%, and for girls, it's 50% increase. Suicide rates have doubled, and self-harm is even tripled since the beginning of smartphones. I'm not trying to depress you. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just trying to say we are so connected that we think we have everything at the end of our fingertips. But really deep down, we've become more and more disconnected from each other and from God. We've got everything we have in our lives to make us smart. But actually, we've become dull and less connected to what we're supposed to be. 
And just like any appliance or anything in our household needs to be plugged in in order to give us the outcome that we need, it's not like, oh, okay, I say every appliance, now you have these vacuums that are wireless, but anyway, you know, most appliances need to be plugged in to, to work. We need to be plugged in to the power of God. We need to be plugged in to Him. We need to be connected to Him. And I, I love the overarching kind of um, uh, yeah, phrase that Max Licardo uses throughout his book. And he says, God loves you just the way you are, but He refuses to leave you that way. He wants you to be just like Jesus. And that's the whole purpose of this series is that actually we want to have a heart like Jesus. We want to be connected like Jesus. We want to be connected to God and we want to be connected to the Father. Because John 15 says, remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, Jesus said, and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. We have to remain in Christ. We have to remain connected to him, remain attached to him, remain receiving from him. Because apart from him, it says, Jesus said, we can do nothing. We can do nothing of any good in eternity unless we are connected to him. So how do we do it? How do we do it according to the life and the patterns of Jesus? Well, the first point I have is we stay connected through our time. And, uh, we, you know, Jesus was fully connected to God in every way. I mean, obviously, he's the Trinity, so he's three in one. And, uh, but he says in John, uh, John 5, verse 19, he says, So Jesus explained... I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees his father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. Jesus was committed to his connection to the father God in heaven. And that commitment meant that he had to take time. Jesus often called a time out. He often said, nah, nah, this is enough. time out for me, I need to get away. And we see that in various passages. You see that in, in Mark 1, verse 3, where it says, uh, the, the, the title of this passage says, Jesus prays in a solitary place. And it says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. And then Luke 5 says, Jesus often, often, not just once, often withdrew to a lonely places and prayed. Not always the same, but lonely places and prayed. And Luke 6 says, one of those days, Jesus went up to a, mount, a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. You know, Jesus was super busy. He had a whole lot to do. And no matter where he went, there was always crowds. And he could have said, actually, you know, I'm way too busy to spend time with God. There are too many people that require my time. There are too many people that need a healing. There are too many people that need a breakthrough. There are too many people that need to hear my words because I'm a big deal. But no, Jesus made sure that he spent time with his father. He spent time, he stripped away all distractions. And I love these passages because it talks about going to a solitary place. It talks about going onto a mountainside, a lonely place. You know, Jesus sought the solitude 
than to be alone with his father. And this is one of the, the most beautiful paradoxes of the Christian faith. We can, you know, it's, it's, it's an absolute joy that we can be alone, but we're never alone. Because when we're alone with God, we are never alone because we are with the maker of the heavens and the earth. But Jesus felt the need to be alone with his father and to receive from him. You know, time is so precious. And I know each and every one of us, I'm sure if I asked you today, how are you doing? One of the, one of the answers would be, I'm busy. It's one of our favorite UK sayings, I think. I wonder how many times we say that a day. But I'm busy is probably one of the greatest challenges that we face because actually time is so precious. Each and every one of us only have 24 hours a week, a day, a week. And we only have seven days a week. We only have 365 days a year. And time is precious. And I I was in the the Alpha session last week and it was the first one, which is, uh, is there more to life than this? And at the end of the session, it's got a a bit of a staggering stats on, 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 on time. And it says... Uh, If you live to be 70, you will spend 20 years and three months asleep. 10 years, yeah, people are already sleeping now, so that's an extra year. Um, 10 years and five months watching TV. Five years and nine months in transportation. Seven years and six months eating and drinking. Approximately 613,200 hours. Well, sorry, we have approximately 313, uh, sorry, we have approximately 613,200 hours before we are 70. And then the last question in the Alpha is why not spend 24 hours asking some of the biggest questions in life? How much do we prioritize our time? To make sure that we are actually receiving from God. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm definitely guilty of being a doer. And yesterday we were at a retreat and it was so good not to do, but just to be. To learn to be still and know that he is God. Just to be still and allow him to be God. I wonder how often do we take time out to be connected and to listen to God. Not to talk to God purely, but to mainly to listen and sit under him and sit under his, his refreshing and his anointing. Because that's what we see Jesus did on a regular basis. There's a quote that I read today that says, All of humanity's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. All of man's problems stem from man's inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Some of you are already twitching. (laughs) I don't know if I could sit quietly. I struggle. I, I, I struggle to sit quietly. And I was like, ooh. But it's true, isn't it? Because we're not content with who we are. And so we want to make sure that we're doing all the time to make sure that we prove ourselves. And actually, that's not the way that we connect. It's a part of a connection with God. But actually, we must first be content with being before him just as we are. 
The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, the John Mark Comer book, talks all about this. And I'm not going to go into it, but it's all about uh, the problem is we are surrounded by instant updates and bombardments. But actually, it's not about that. It's about stripping away all of the other things and making sure we dedicate time to God. You know, me and my wife, I, I, I was thinking about my sermon. I was thinking, I, do I include another argument? Because I think the church think all we do is argue. But, you know, I, I, we don't always argue. I want to let you know. But we, we had a little bit of a disagreement a while ago. And um, it was one of those ones which you'll never forget. It's like marked in history. I think, I mean, in the history books. And um, anyway, it was, it was just one of these conversations we had. And um, I just want to say my wife is the most beautiful lady in the world. I love you, babe. Uh, but yeah, we had this argument, and uh, it was quite a Barney. Like, it was literally one of those ones. I literally thought World War Three had started, and I was kind of caught in the hurricane of it. Um, but what happened was, as it began, my wife started with a statement which just kind of like floored me straight away. Because she said, you haven't even noticed that I painted my nails. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. The world has just ended, and the thing that it's about is because of the nails? Really? Is that really why we're having an argument? But it wasn't, was it? Let's be honest. It wasn't that I hadn't noticed her nails. It's because, actually, I hadn't been spending time with her and appreciating her. Because her love language is quality time. And I had failed on occasion after occasion doing work, looking after the kids. Maybe even when I'm with her, we wouldn't, I wouldn't be with her. I'd be on my phone. I'd be on a tablet doing this and that and the other. And it wasn't quality time that she was... I wasn't giving her the quality time that she needed. The nails were just something that I missed. <laughs> Trust me, I'm never going to miss a nail again. <laughs> the nails were something I missed, but actually it wasn't the nails that, that were the issue. It was the fact that I was neglecting my main purpose as a husband is to make sure my wife feels valued and make sure that I connect with her heart to heart and soul to soul. How often is that true for us in marriages and in our lives and even with our kids? We can go through a work week and we miss the main purpose of being a husband, a wife, a brother, a sister, an auntie, an uncle. We get so busy with life that we forget to connect heart to heart. And that's what we need to do. And we see it throughout the Bible. We see Mary, Ma- uh, Mary and Martha, we see the story. And as they met, Jesus was in, welcomed in. And met Martha welcomed her into the home. And her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. And Martha goes on a big barney and says, Jesus, what are you talking about? Why? Why? This, this, this is not fair. I'm working hard here. And I love Jesus' response because he says, My dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. You know, our priorities sometimes are so wrong, are so whack, that actually we need to get them back in line, that actually Jesus needs to be the place where we, can, we reconnect So how do we do this? Well, start small. Make sure we take five minutes just to connect with God in in the morning. Turn off all our distractions. Turn off our phones. 
Get away from the world that you're in right now. Go for a walk. Do whatever we need to do to spend quality time with God. Just sitting under his authority and under his power. So first of all, we must stay connected through time. Secondly, we must stay connected through our talk. And when I said these points to my wife, she was like, that's basically the same as time, isn't it? Like time and talk, you do the same with Jesus. But actually our time, we need to spend quality time sometimes just being quiet. One of my problems when I, when I hang out with my wife is that I will try and speak. <laughs> Don't ever speak, just be with your wife. That's one of the tips I'm going to give you free if you're married here right now. Just be, allow your wife to talk and listen. We need to learn to listen men, don't we? Uh, and so I, I, this is the thing, the, the first part with Jesus is the same. We need to learn to listen and spend time with God, but then we need to learn to talk with him. And it's not just a talk once in a while. You know, one of the challenges with the piece is that I'll kind of come and I'll talk and I'll download everything I need to go. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need, I've got this to do or that to sort. Da, 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 da. And that's my talking done. I'm checked. I'm fabulous. That's sorted. But actually, that's me, that's me just downloading my blur. That's not me communicating heart to heart. That's not me connecting with her. And Jesus says, by myself I can do nothing, I judge only as I hear. And Jesus practiced the presence of God through prayer in every moment of every day. As we read, he says, remain in me and I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself, it must remain in the vine. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Jesus wants us to remain in him, to be grafted in him, but also to communicate with him. And I love that throughout the Bible, there are so many passages that talk about praying continually. And I think I'll put them up here. Yeah. In 1 Thessalonians, I love the different versions. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 7. In the NIV, it says, pray continually. The NLT says, never stop praying. New King James, pray without ceasing. Amplified. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. And Romans 12 verses, rejoice in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. We're not supposed to be a people that just speak once to God in the morning and then we're done. That's, that's, that's job done. I'm done. Jesus, I've connected with you. I said hi in the morning. That's great. No, no, just like Lapice wouldn't be happy if I just said hello to her in the morning and good night at night. That's, us. That's our communication sorted. No, 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 I think if I did that, I would be in a lot more trouble and World War IV would happen. Actually, it needs to be a continual check-in throughout the day. Uh, how are you doing? How's life? And, you know, we can be inspired on a daily basis with what's around us. Yes, the first thing we need to do is give God our first thoughts. And that is, before we face anything else, we must first face our Father in prayer. And it could be something simple like, thank you for the night's rest, although it may have been short if you have children. I belong to you today, help me Lord Jesus. That could be literally your morning prayer, that could be your check-in, it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be long, but let it not stop there. Because actually we need to be a people that continue on. And one of the things I love about my son is that he, he always likes to wake us up super early, which is a blessing. Um, but, you know, every morning, all I hear is, Daddy, Daddy, wow. 
Wow. It's sweet, but it's also really annoying. I'm not going to lie. But that's, that's, that's kind of how we should be, isn't it? Daddy, where are you? Is that our first call in the morning? Is that how we wake up in the morning? Actually, Daddy, Daddy, where are you? I want you to be in my morning. I want you to be in my day. And then as we continue, so the first one, we need to give God our first thoughts. Secondly, we need to give God our in-between thoughts. Whether it's those fire one-liners when we're kind of struggling or when we're needing patience, when we're waiting in in the queue for something, we need to pray that God gives us patience. God, I need help for this. God, I need strength for this. Or maybe it's just being prompted in the spirit when you see an ambulance to say, Lord Jesus, I pray healing over that person right now. Maybe it's when you pass a school as you drive to work or as you, you, you end up going home or whatever it is. Just say, Lord Jesus, I pray for the education in this, in this country. I pray that you bless our children, the next generation. We need to be able to take prompts in everything that we see and everything that we do and continually commune with God. Because that's the life and the pattern that Jesus would like us to do. Our relationships are not built on a morning check-in and a morning check-out. It's built with continual communication. So we do it through, uh, through the first thing in the morning. We do it in between thoughts. And then we do it last in our last thoughts. And I love these prayers because these are the ones that normally make me fall asleep. I pray when I'm sleeping, but that's fine. Jesus understands. And when we pray, we can rest and, and know that he who watches over Israel, as it says in Psalm 121, will ne- neither sleep nor slumber. When we sleep, he's not sleeping. And he's in control of our waking and our sleeping. He's in control of our challenges and everything that we face. So we connect through our time, we connect through our talk, and we connect through our 12. And this is kind of a strange one, but... Jesus modeled for us possibly the greatest way to stay connected in life. Right? We need to first stay connected through our time with God, through our talk with God. But actually we are made to be connected with those around us. Jesus was connected with his 12. It says in Mark 3, Then he chose 12 of them to be his disciples so that they could be with him. He also wanted to send them out to preach. Jesus chose the 12 so that he could be with them. Not so that he can just tick a box, but actually so that he can connect heart to heart with them, so that he can live life with them, journey with them, and be able to share life's sorrows and joys together. Jesus wanted them to be with him, to learn to connect and to grow together. And obviously you kind of, if you know a bit of the Bible, you see story after story where Jesus is with his, his disciples, not only in, in, in the miracles that he does, but in every circumstance and situation. And I wonder this morning, who are your 12? Who are the people that are around you that help your heart connect to God? You know, so often we can connect our hearts to the wrong people. We can be connected to the people that actually will not sharpen us, will not make us more like Christ, but actually will, will, will pull us away from all that God has called us to be. And I wonder today, who are your 12? Who is that iron 
that is sharpening your iron? Who is that person or who are those people in your life that are keeping you accountable and walking you through everyday life? We are not called to be isolated. We are called to be connected. And Jesus spent most of his time with the 12. Although he had lots and lots of miracles where he was dealing with the crowd, he spent most of his time with the, with, with, with the 12 because he valued the idea of sharing life with them, sharing meals, sharing life lessons, commun- having communion together, performing signs and miracles, sharing their burdens and concerns, sharing their challenges and their doubts, praying with them, retreating with them. Jesus was invested in the 12 that were around him. You know, our problem is today is that sometimes we don't want to join a community and connect with people because we don't like everyone in it. (laughs) Isn't that true though, isn't it? Sometimes you're like, I'm much better on my own because I can choose myself. But I can't always choose everyone else. You know, I believe home group is one of the most important places for a Christian believer to be. This is a great place for us to connect. This is a great place for us to to receive and to be challenged and to be renewed. But actually, the most integral and important part of our Christian walk, as we see modeled by Jesus, is in the small groups. It's in the 12 that keep us accountable. It's in the 12 that walk with us day and day out. Jesus encourages us in he oh, the, the, the writer in Hebrew encourages us to spur one another on toward love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as some of the habit are doing but encouraging one another why because your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples i'd love the worship team to come up right now You know, in order to have a connected heart to God, in order to have a connected heart, we have to be connected to each other. I want you to look at your neighbor, give them a nudge and say, I'm connected to you. Whether you like it or not, we are all in this together. And we have to learn to Take time to be alone with God. We have to learn to talk with him day in, day out, minute in, minute out. But ultimately, we also need to learn to connect with those around us, to love one another. Why? Because the world will truly know, not if we... The world will not know Jesus if if we're performing miracles. The the world will not know if if we're prophesying or if we're fasting for 17 weeks long. No. The word says here, the world, Jesus said, they will know you by your love. Your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. It's the love that we have for another. It's the connection we have for one another that will show the world how good And how gracious our God is. I wonder this morning, who are your 12? Who are the people that check in on you week in, week out? And I'm not pretending that home groups are perfect. But what are you doing to make it a better place? It's very easy to say I'm not being connected with. I'm not being followed up with. Who are you following up with? 
Who are you connecting with? The call of connecting heart to heart is not on just the leadership of the church. The call of connecting heart to heart is not just on the cell group leaders alone. The call to connect heart to heart is on each and every member of the body of Christ. What are you doing about it? What am I doing about it? Me and Will cannot catch up with all of you. We would love to. I'd love to have 500 hours in a day, but I don't. But each and every one of us, just as we saw Jesus doing, he didn't connect with a thousand all the time. No, he connected with the twelve. And then he sent them to connect to even more. What is the part you are to play to have a connected heart? You might be here saying, I feel very lonely. I feel very alone. I don't feel very connected right now. I want to say, firstly, I'm sorry that you feel like that. That's not God's heart for you. God wants to connect with you. He wants to connect with you in time. He wants to connect with you in talk and in prayer. But he wants you to connect together as a body of Christ. To look out for one another. To hold each other up. And to say, I'm going to strengthen your heart as you strengthen mine. May we be a people who look after each other. So that the world may know that Jesus is Lord. Amen. Let's worship him.
where uh, we're going to sing another song. Are we? If you can wait for me to go and get another capo. You go and get another capo and I'm going to talk. Um, and uh, doing that next song just really um, stuck me, this whole idea of connection. And um, for some of us, that connection is really strong. It's like we're, we're right next to the Wi-Fi router and we've got that strong connection. But for other of us, it's like we're on a dodgy 3D, 3G that kind of keeps cutting out. Um, and so this morning, if you're feeling disconnected from God, we'd love to pray with you. Perhaps you've kind of, um, yeah, you've not felt that connection for a while and things are, are tough and you, yeah, you just, you would long to be more closely connected with him. We would love to pray with you this morning. Um, so in this next song, there are some guys who are going to be around. Um, we're going to kind of, I'm just having a look, there's some space over at the back. Um, so there'll be some people there who would love to pray with you. Um, so yeah, maybe that's you this morning. So um, we're going to sing and then uh, there are going to be some people up there to pray. But I'm going to just pray for all of us before we do our next song. Father, I thank you so much. You're a God who's not far off, but a God who is close. And a God who longs for connection. And a God who sent his son to die upon a cross so that we could be connected with you. There is no barrier now. So I want to pray for each of us, Father, that you would help us to remain, to remain connected to you. And for those of us who are struggling with that connection right now, for whatever reason, I want to pray, Father, your spirit would draw close and you would help us to know a deeper connection with you. And for some of us, that may be because we have strayed from the narrow path and we have done things our own way. But you stand there with open arms and welcome us back. And for some, maybe we've just gotten too busy. But you stand there with open arms and welcome us home. And Father, for some of us, we're just struggling with really tough situations. And you feel far off. But you stand there with open arms and welcome us home. So yeah, Father, we look to you. We pray for that connection. Amen. Holy trust in Jesus' name. 
Christ alone, cornerstone, weak made strong in Savior's love through the seems to hide his face I rest on his unchanging grace in every high and stormy day my anchor holds within the veil my anchor holds within His righteousness alone, for less I stand before the throne. Christ alone, cornerstone, we made strong in the Savior's praise you. We worship you, that you are a God who longs to connect and you have made that way known to us through Jesus. We pray that this week we would take the time to connect with you and we would take the time to connect with each other and the world would know that you are Lord. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Um, 
There's still time to be prayed for if that's you this morning. Don't leave without doing business with God today. If you're feeling disconnected, we would love to pray with you. The other thing is, if you are not connected in with a home group and you'd like to know some more, if you go out and see the welcome desk, they would absolutely love to connect you in with a home group. Um, I'd speak, yeah, like Stuart, home group is not perfect, but it is the way, place where we grow and it is where you need to be. There are refreshments out in the Oak Hall. Don't forget to sign up for Easter Sunday Fun Day um, and collect your children. But thank you so much for being with us this morning. The service is closed. <laughs>